0: I just rediscovered the subreddit, so I thought that I'd post a creepy encounter that one of my friends recently reminded me of. This creepy encounter was kind of prolonged and got especially creepy at the end. I was a fairly awkward and introverted teenage girl, so my high school guidance counselor encouraged me to take the theater elective in 10th grade to help me come out of my shell. The class was terrible and miserable. I hated every single second of it. But it did more than just take me out of my comfort zone. It introduced me to a really weird guy. I wouldn't say that I really thought this guy was a creep from the beginning. He had a fairly obvious crush on me, but he wasn't too weird about it. He wrote me the occasional note and asked me to one school dance. I told him no, and he took the rejection fairly well. He still tried to talk to me all the time, but he eventually started dating someone else and then left me alone. I assumed that the relationship lasted through 11th grade, as I only saw him occasionally and he never tried to talk to me. I went to the 12th grade homecoming dance with a group of my friends and we actually spent a good portion of the night dancing and really enjoying ourselves. At one point we sat down to rest and have a snack. The guy from the 10th grade theater class came over to me and sat at our table. He seemed upset and actually started crying so I asked him if he was okay. He told me that his girlfriend had just dumped him, and I responded that that's pretty shitty of her to do at a high school dance. I guess he took this as me making a move on him, because he immediately grabbed my arm, yanked me up from the table, and pulled me to a fairly secluded corner. He was immediately in my personal space, asking me if I would be his new date. I tried to push him away, but he had a pretty firm grip on me and then try to go in for the kiss. I was in total shock that this happened, and kind of froze. Luckily, one of my friends swooped in and told him that I was her date, so he should back off. He spent the rest of the evening dancing fairly close to us, but he luckily didn't say anything. Flash forward to the rest of 12th grade. I didn't have a class with him, but his locker was fairly close to mine so I unfortunately saw him a lot. He stared at me a lot, but he didn't say much to me until right before graduation. He asked to sign my yearbook. I was afraid that he would say something weird in it, so I told him no. I did wish him good luck in life. He responded that I was what he would miss the most about high school. I kind of forgot that he existed until about three and a half years later. I was in college and got a message from someone asking me if I knew him and when we had last spoken. Apparently, she was his girlfriend. I had told her that we had gone to high school together and hadn't spoken to him since we graduated. She asked me why he talked about me all the time. I told her honestly I had no idea because we weren't even friends on social media. Then she asked me why she found my first and last name in his wallet. I was incredibly confused by this and asked her what she meant. She told me that she was going through his wallet and she found my first and last name on a piece of paper. She said he'd said that I must have stuck it in his wallet as a joke when we were hanging out, which obviously never happened. I think she was expecting me to confess that he was cheating with me or something, but all it did was freak me the fuck out. I found him on social media and blocked him, then blocked her too for good measure. Luckily, I haven't heard from him since, and this was about 11 years ago, but I have to wonder why he had my name in his wallet. As a side note, he was on the local news just a week or so later because his dad met someone online and then locked her in the basement for a weekend. He was defending his dad and calling the woman a liar. I'm pretty sure that his dad wound up in prison for kidnapping and criminal confinement, so the apple didn't fall too far from the creep tree. So another post reminded me of this man. I'm a female. When I was in high school, I was always in advanced math, which meant calculus 1, calculus 2, and other math classes, but I don't remember the subject. So for all three years of high school, I had this man as a teacher, If a female had a question, he would sit as close as possible, as in thigh touching thigh, with his hand on their neck. If a male had a question, he bent over the top of their desk, not touching at all. This creeped me out. At the time, 1990s, there had been a satanic panic in the United States where a bunch of kid educators were fired for rumors. At this time, everything was bouncing back so that the educator was now automatically believed over any child. As I said, I was 15 or 16 when I first met him and 18 when I had my last class with him. I don't know what prompted me to tell my mom about this man's inappropriateness. I just knew I had to tell someone because he was super creepy. I will never forget my mom's reaction. Don't you ever say that about him. He's a good man who lives with his elderly mother and volunteers to teach migrant farmers children. I learned that my mother would believe in an adult pedophile over her daughter. I never shared any of my feelings about strange kids or adults ever again. To be honest, this grown-up man had too much control over a bunch of kids who may not have spoken English very well. And the fact that he never dated or moved away from his mom creeped me the hell out. I never heard of him actually touching a kid, but I also wouldn't be surprised. When I was in 7th grade, I had an older English teacher, whom my parents worked with a long time ago. So at first, I thought that was pretty cool, and I was super friendly with him. For my first year, he'd always bring me candy, give me extra work when I asked for it i like to study, so I'm not nervous about exams. He would let me and my friends have lunch with him in the classroom. After a while of this, my friends started teasing me, saying that I had a crush on him. They would do that joke a lot in class. I don't know if he heard, because he started being even more friendly. I told my friends to stop, but they were very toxic, so they didn't listen. One winter night, it was really dark outside and my dad had a very important meeting, so he had to pick me up about 5pm. I didn't take that bus that day because I went to after school activities and music. So I was just sitting there on the bench by the door, playing some game on my phone. He came out of the nearby hallway and said, Hey, why are you at school so late? Because of my friends teasing me, I didn't want to talk to him, so I just said that I was waiting for my dad. Then he proceeded to offer me a ride home, since it was obviously getting late. I said no, and he kept insisting. I got annoyed, and he eventually left. I did tell my dad, and he was just glad I didn't accept. After that, he stopped being nice to me, and just became very cold. I didn't care though, and the next year, I didn't see him again. I don't know if that was creepy or not, but it generally made me feel like he was grooming me. Plus, I was only 12, I'm 16 now, and I don't know if I was being weird because of my friends or if he was actually creepy. I recently saw a post on TikTok that made me think back to this creepy male sub I had in middle school. I was 12 or 13 at the time and attending class with one other kid It was a computer class and we sat on opposite sides of the rows of computers. This young male substitute teacher was helping the other kid and when he was done, he asked me if I needed help with anything. I politely said no because I knew what I was doing at the moment. He didn't like the answer and insisted that he should come help me. I kept declining and let him know that the other kid needs his help. He ignored me and sat down next to me. He sat so close that his thigh touched mine. I kept inching away from him, but he kept moving closer. This went on for 45 minutes until the bell rang. At the end of class, it was my teacher's policy that we get candy if we passed all the tests that day. I hadn't passed any due to the lack of focus on my work because of the creeper touching my thigh. Anyway, he let the kid, male student, have candy for his past test then offered meet, some. I informed him that I hadn't passed any tests, so I didn't get any. He said he wouldn't tell if I did, and kept insisting that I wanted candy. The other student had already left, so to avoid being alone with him, I took my shot and ran out of the room when some kids were passing. I later told a teacher I trusted, whose classroom was down the hallway. He had already had his eye on the sub, and walked me to and from class in that hall for the whole week the sub was there. Thankfully never had that sub in my class again. Writing about my old poetry teacher reminded me of all the weird interactions I've had with teachers growing up. This one is probably the creepiest, which is why I probably blocked it out of my memory for so long. The memories are a little fuzzy, honestly. When I was in second or third grade, my music teacher went on maternity leave, so we had a sub for a semester. He was a large man, but kind of had a gentle giant vibe, or that's what my kid brain called it. I loved his classes. He talked about how music can make us feel and affect emotions. I always raised my hand when he asked questions or wanted a volunteer. I remember there was a turning point, but I don't remember what it was. I remember that he started singling me out. He would talk to me before class as everyone was sitting down. He would pick me every time I raised my hand to pass out papers. He always picked me first when questions were asked. As a kid, I loved the attention. My older sisters are triplets, so his attention made me feel special even though I wasn't a multiple. We would always walk together during fire alarms or when we walked down the hall. I was always the last person so he could walk beside me and talk. I started talking about him to my mom. I remember she was weirded out by it, but he never touched me and he wasn't going to be there forever so she just kept an eye on the situation. Eventually I started getting weirded out by it. I was picked to pass out papers and all my classmates groaned. One even said, You only ever pick her. No one else gets to pass out papers and that's when I started getting uncomfortable. I really was the only person he picked or talked to directly. I stopped raising my hand, and he would still pick me. I stopped answering questions, but he would still ask me first. I wouldn't openly talk when he walked beside me between classes either. For a while, I thought he was paying attention to me because my dad had a well-known music store in the area, and it had been a staple of the city for more than 100 years but he never asked me about my dad or his business. Eventually, my mother had enough and talked to the main teacher. She told her that he needed to back off and that his attention made me and her uncomfortable. But he didn't stop. If anything, I remember him making more of an effort to talk to me. He would ask me if I could hear music and the fire alarms, and he said that maybe I was uncomfortable because I wasn't used to being special. He hugged me after the last one, and I just stood stock still until he let me go. Eventually, it was Christmas, and he was going to be gone after the Christmas play. I'd done everything to distance myself from him, but nothing worked. I was relieved that I wouldn't see him after Christmas break. At the end of the play, he came and introduced himself to my parents. He told them how special I was, and that I was amazing and a helpful student he offered to tutor me privately. Obviously my mother said no, but my dad didn't think anything of it and just thought he was a nice guy. Seeing as my dad is also creepy, it makes sense now that he saw nothing wrong with the man's behavior. For a good five years after that, he would write me letters and send me Christmas cards. He would ask to see me or for me to write back. I still don't know how he had my address. My mom used to open them and read them, but something about them eventually made her start throwing them away as soon as we got them. Then after a year of no responses, he stopped writing. Now that I'm older, I realize that I'm probably too old for him to be interested anymore. I don't remember his name, but I remember his face and creepy hug. I was an 18-year-old female at the time, and a first-year college student, working full-time and taking 18 units of college classes. My parents paid all my school expenses, and they did not want me to work. They hoped that I would just concentrate on my studies, but I worked anyway. So I'd go to school all day, go directly to Taco Bell afterwards, then go over to my boyfriend's house for a couple hours, then home. I was young and energetic and able to keep up with my schedule. So one night around 10pm, the rest of the restaurant employees were already gone, and I closed and worked alone for the last couple hours. A tall, large black man came to the window and asked what the cheapest menu item was. He ordered it, I took his money, closed the little window, made change, and then handed him his food, then closed the little window. It was at that time that I noticed on one of his hands, his left, all his fingernails were at least an inch past his fingertips and filed into sharp, pointy claws. I thought to myself, that was odd, but whatever. He then asked if I could make change for a $5 bill so that he could have exact change for the bus. I opened the window, took the $5 bill, and then turned to the cash register on my left, about 18 inches away making change. I hear something and look back, and this guy's head is coming through the window, followed by his arms and shoulders, and he's grabbing and clawing at me. I think he was trying to reach around me to get the cash in the register, but when he grabbed me, I thought he was coming in to assault me. Now in hindsight, I could have done a bunch of effective things to drive him back, instead I was screaming and started pummeling his face with my fists. I had brothers. I fought him off, grabbed the paper bills out of his hand and drove him back through the window and shut it. I missed hitting him a couple times and hit the edge of the counter with my palms. I got big bruises from that. He ran off. I called the police and then called the owner of the restaurant. The police came and I made a report. The owner didn't want any press and was upset that I called the police. So a couple days later, I'm in a chemistry lecture, which is in a small amphitheater of maybe 150 students. The lecture is about to start, and this guy sitting next to me on the right drops his calculator on the floor right in front of me. I kindly say, I'll get it for you. I pick it off the floor and hand it back to him right into his open left hand with long cloth fingernails, cue my racing heartbeat. I pretended not to know that he was the guy that robbed me and assaulted me. Coincidence? Not likely. As soon as class ended, I raced past five or six people to my left, practically flew right over them, and once I get to the main aisle, I look back at him. He raised his arms with a clawing motion towards me and growled at me as he was in pursuit of me. I took off out of there. The next time I went to that class, he tried to sit close to me again to intimidate me, and it was working. I decided to call the police from home that afternoon and explain the situation. The guy seemed to be following me around the campus, and it scared me. I don't know if he followed me from school to my workplace to attack me there. They were many miles apart. The police had an undercover watch me at school before chemistry. So I could point out my stalker. I had to tell my professor the situation of why I had people watching over me. The plan was to sit in the grass outside my chemistry class and when I saw the guy I would give a nod and walk into my class. He didn't show up the first stakeout day but did the second day. They arrested him. Now the restaurant owner dropped the robbery charges as he didn't lose anything and didn't want the press. Nobody asked me, and I was the one attacked. The police told me that they warned him never to look at me or talk to me ever again if we ran into each other. They will arrest him if he keeps it up. I never saw him again. He dropped the class. My professor gave me a B even though I never got better than a D on the test. He had a lengthy rationalization of why I deserved it, but I know he felt sorry for me. Fortunately, that helped because I was awful at chemistry, stalker or not. I gave my two weeks notice at the restaurant and every remaining night I worked, my parents would sit at an outdoor table and play cards until I left for home safely.